What's up, nerds? Dube here. And CJ, are you here? I, I am also here. All right, sweet. What are we going to do today, Siege? We are going to talk about I am Iron Man, the true killer of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about Iron Man and uh, specifically movie Iron Man, right? The first one, yep. Yep. J- the start of the MCU. Yes. Uh, what do you want? What do you want to start with, CJ? I know you have specifics here. I just, I just want to roll with you here. Um, oh wow! Um, <laughs> I, I would like to start with my opening note of "Back in Black," <laughs> which I don't know if you you recognize it, but when uh, uh, was it "Far from Home," the Spider-Man one, when mm. he's going up in the plane and he starts doing his tinkering with his Spider-Man suit, right? "Back in Black" is playing. And he does the, oh my god, I love Led Zeppelin joke. <laughs> and it's like, I don't believe that he doesn't know who ACDC is. I don't believe that. All the pop culture references that kid makes. Well, also, like, in Civil War, where he's like, he's like, you remember that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> yeah, but... I do like that we get a callback to it later. Yeah, so, well... So I feel like we should mention that it starts off with Back in Black. A lot of people think that Peter will take Tony's place in the MCU. And he kind of did in that, that scene. It was very, like, a passing of the torch style scene. Absolutely, yeah. And I like that they used the same song that we opened this movie with. But we're about 20 mo- movies too early to talk <laughs> about that. So let's... Uh, Let's talk about how uh, how this movie jumps off. This this is one of my favorite movies, probably in the <laughs> in the whole deal. We get a, a nice look at uh, Tony Stark being himself. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, being that that smart ass, playboy, billionaire, yeah. philanthropist. philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, and you get to see that that cocky confidence. You know. He's open to everyone. He doesn't care. He's, yeah, he's like, also super laid back. Yeah, like, he's, yeah, he, not, he's super chill. He doesn't yeah. care. And then we see he gets um, his convoy. Yep. Is that what we're calling yep. it? Yep. The, the convoy gets attacked. Him and the soldiers, when they're trying to do their picture where the guy's throwing up the peace signs. Yep. No Please, gang signs. no gang signs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Throw it up. Peace. Yeah. Be out, out of a job. job. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> So I, I like that, and uh, this movie dates itself, because did you catch what he says about the picture? I better not, oh, see, yeah, this I better my not see this on MySpace. <laughs> yeah. so and funny. half our listeners are like, what's a MySpace? <laughs> what is a MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's for a whole other episode. Ask your parents. <laughs> he gets attacked, and they he runs and hides behind the rock when he gets out. And they, they have their little thing. And then that missile lands right next to him. Yeah. And yep. either that missile has a crappy payload or he did. Well, and that missile says Stark Industries. Stark Industries. Yeah, that's what you focus on. Not that. That's a giant <laughs> missile right next to him. And then it goes off and he lives. I'm supposed to buy that he lives. He survives that explosion. Superheroes. Ah, he's not a superhero. He's Tony Stark. <laughs> 
He's billionaire, a playboy, <laughs> philanthropist. <laughs> well, according to, you know, Bruce Wayne, that, that's all you need to be a superhero. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, his superpower is being really rich. So. How do we know that Tony Stark didn't have prep time for this exact situation? The terror in his eyes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're getting off track here. <laughs> but uh, I, I, this will be one of uh, four deaths that I, I counted where I'm like, yeah, this guy's definitely dead. Movie yeah. over. CJ will be counting the times <laughs> that the plot armor protected the superheroes in all of the, the movies. We all do. the movies. At least, at least the first Iron Man. We'll call it all the movies that we've done so far. Several more likely, but yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll I'll note some of them, but I don't think I'll, I'll be keeping a firm direct count. Like, don't expect a hard count out of this. This is just while watching the movie. I was like, yeah, he definitely dead. I'm writing this down. He's dead. Fantastic. Well, uh, so yeah, we uh, he gets blown up. And then we get we get a flashback, right? Yeah, and that's where it goes like to like the f- couple days leading up to was it thirty six hours, I think it was. Yeah, and he does some media, and he sleeps with that reporter girl. Who's she? She makes it through multiple movies. She does. Yeah, like she's in the second Iron Man. Yeah, like we we have the second Iron Man playing on the background on the TV, and I saw her. I'm like, wait, that's that's her. That'll be the next movie <laughs> in this line of three hundred movies. Where does uh, the Hulk fall in? Does he fall I think in it's, after this movie? I thought he was before I think this it's movie. Before, but I, it's not on. Yeah, Disney. I think we'll we'll discuss the Hulk uh, in oh. a in a in a special way. We're going to get into that in a different way, because there's a lot to say about about the direction of Hulk in film. And I definitely have a lot to say about Hulk movies, so... Yeah, and it's fine. CJ, <laughs> CJ wants to get spiritual. Oh, God. <laughs> CJ wants to rant. <laughs> and we're going to let him do that. But, uh... So, yeah, uh, he has the flashback, and he... Um, it shows us kind of really what he's like and it gives us that little the, the backstory of oh yeah. his dad built this giant corporation and he was a he's he was a like prodigy a, a, yeah 18 yeah. year old brilliant prodigy and then his dad passed away and then he comes back as the prodigal of his son at 21 yeah uh, yeah and, yeah and read i don't want to say redefines but carries on that legacy in but he does it in his own sort of tony stark way where you you could probably definitely feel that there's a different guy in charge yeah yeah he's doing it he's doing it he's just got a lot of charisma he's got a lot of i don't know like witty comments yeah his and howard stark was more of a hard man like very he's he more stern stern and where Tony's the loose cannon. Yeah, and he's you can you can definitely tell he's a young dude. Yeah, but uh, so it just gives you idea. You know, he's partying. He's driving he's millions, not, million dollar cars. Like not accepting his awards because he's gambling. Right, <laughs> right. Ha- asking his having his friend ask to to give the award to him <laughs> and then not showing up. <laughs> Uh, yeah that, that was entertaining classic tony stark but uh yeah we we get that flashback and it it 
basically leads you all the way back to like what he was doing in uh they were in iraq i think and uh so it leads you back to what he was doing over there which was selling weapons yeah and but but it gives us a kind of an intro on the characters around it yeah like all the like not just tony but obadiah gets his introduction yeah Rhodey gets his introduction pepper gets pepper. her 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 lovely um <laughs> was it like i i do in anything every in everything including Mr. Stark taking means. out the trash yeah including <laughs> occasionally taking out the trash one of the best lines in this whole like twenty three movies. Yeah, yeah. The reporter <laughs> tried to get smart with her, like, "Oh, you just pick up dr- dry cleaning." She's like, "Can hey, sometimes take out the trash." Also, uh, a line I like that whole encounter, that whole situation does not happen if Disney owns Marvel at this point. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, you don't have a half-naked reporter walking around the mansion wearing only Tony's shirt, basically. Well, and they're like. They're like making out, and she's like naked, and it fucking, it's yeah, it's different. So yeah, they they don't like show anything. It's still like what a PG yeah. She's 13. not naked, but she's she's like they're th- less yeah. yeah. And then when we do see her walking around, she's wearing just a t shirt, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> but that's all way beside the point here. The point is, dude gets blown up. He gets. A uh, piece of shrapnel near his heart. I would assume it's several pieces of well, shrapnel. Well, yeah, it's a lot. But, but yeah. the one the one specifically, like, I guess it's a lot of little pieces. Yeah. Like, around his heart. And, and what did... Do you, oh, what did they call them? The, the sleepwalkers or something like that? I, he, I didn't yeah, write... I can't the, remember the I words. didn't write down the word he said. Yeah. But he's like, oh, we call them... Because they just they creep have, towards the heart. Yeah, because like, they only got a couple days to live or a week to live or something like that. They have to recharge the magnet in his chest to keep them. Yeah, there's from, a magnet holding the shrapnel from inching closer to his heart. Yeah. Because that will kill him. Yeah. But he probably has days of time before, you know, it would actually move far enough to He's kill him. hooked up to a car battery in a cave. <laughs> when we when we come back to it, like, yeah. In, speaking of the cave, his uh, his his fellow prisoner, the doctor. Yeah, yeah. When after they when they do their thing where they walk out, like he takes them outside and has them agree to it. That dude is wearing a very nice suit. Yeah, the prisoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I know that saying. thing is clean. It's clean. Yeah, I was like, did they did they give him a new suit? <laughs> I noticed that too. Because, like, they kind of dirtied up his underneath clothing when he takes the outer suit and he's got the, like, the vest and, like, the long white sleeves, but they were kind of rolled up. Well, I wonder if he was, like, maybe supposed to be, like, set free. So they were, like, cleaned up and send him off or whatever. Uh, maybe. I do not think they're the kind of people to set someone free. They're not. (laughs) But they maybe wanted him to think that. I Maybe, but he... He knew he was not dumb. Yet. Yeah, he, he, he knew he was it. dead. He says it to him. He's like, he's like, they're not going to let me go. And he's like, no, no. they're not going to let you go. <laughs> it could have been all for, for looks. You know what I mean? For all we know. Uh, so then, basically, he builds the first. The doctor tells him what's going on with his heart. Right. Because he's like, and Tony kind of, like, he's smart. He kind of knows what's going on, but he's like, 
what is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's sort of his missile. He has a, a an idea of what's going his on. Chest, yeah, is what I'm talking about. But I mean, the it oh, caused yeah, from like, it was caused from yeah, one of what his weapons. Him. Yeah, so he has a general idea, and now, like as they're explaining, you know, this is what we do to per, to save your life. Like he he understands it. He picks up on it pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, he's kind of a smart guy, I guess. He's intelligent. Me, mildly intelligent. <laughs> yeah, mid-level intelligence. <laughs> uh, so then, basically, they, the terrorists tell him, like, hey, you're going to build the Jericho missile for us, yep. or we're going to kill you. But basically what they mean is, build the Jericho, we're going to kill you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they, they do torture him a bit to get him to do this, to agree yeah. to do this. Well, yeah, because he says no. Yeah, his initial thing is, I, I will I not... I refuse. Yeah, and, and they so like, they do torture him for a bit. Yeah. And then they show him, like, a village of people. They're like, oh, look, all of us with all these guns. Oh, look, there's some innocent people just nearby. Yeah. Like, are you sure you want to keep refusing us? Right. Yeah, it's pretty twisted. And then, uh, so he, you know, agrees to build the missiles but he does something else instead of building the missile he builds a giant metal armor suit the original iron man he might have been using actual iron for that (laughs) we don't know what that was some weird desert metal (laughs) some sand alloy sand metal but yeah dude (laughs) yeah so he builds the iron man suit kind of just with the plan to fight his way out. Yeah. Like, and that his, his escape is what I called the second death. Yeah. Like that explosion that he's like flies out of. And then he's up, he's up fairly high in the air and the suit gets out and he just crashes into a mound of sand. And I I could second death. Yeah. And that one, you could be like, Oh, he could definitely survive. It's sand. It's going to have some give. There's going to be somewhat of a, a cushion. Sure, right. there will be. But that guy is seriously injured if he survives that fall. He's not, like Tony just gets up, sort of like brushes his shoulder, like, whew, that was, that was a little rough. I Let's think not it, do that again. I think it says a lot about Tony Stark, the person, that instead of building terrorists, the weapons they wanted, and dying anyway, he was like... I'm going to find a way out. Yeah, I'm going to fight you guys to mm-hmm. the death, make you kill me, or I'm going to get away. Like, I think that says a lot about Tony, like, and this is in the selfish stage of Tony Stark. Like, he's still very much... He has strong morals, like, for the big picture sort of thing, but... Well, he always had in mind that he was doing... Good. ...the greater good, or whatever. Yeah, he thought that his weapons were preventing war more than causing war and he knows off the top of his head all the other stuff that he's doing the when he brings up the crops when mm-hmm. he brings up the, the medicine yeah. and uh, like medical advances like he's and aware stuff. of everything else he's doing so like you know he wants to do the right thing so when he finds out that what his weapons are doing and being used for he immediately shuts it down like right he's not a bad guy he's just very rough around the edges yeah you know, he he has like he like big picture morals. He wants to do good in the world, but he's kind of a womanizer. He's kind of a selfish asshole. You know, but he's funny. He's charming, so he gets away with it. 
Yes. But, you know, he's not necessarily who you want your daughter to bring home, but you're like, yeah, she's dated worse. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You're, you're, not, you're not thrilled about it, but you're like, yeah, I've seen her do worse. So. It's like, oh no, he's... Uh, he's very rich. <laughs> very rich, very intelligent, very self-absorbed. Because yeah. he, he is self-absorbed. Oh, absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's a big part of Tony's arc, right? Yeah. he He's kind of immature. He's kind of, I'm allowed, I could do whatever I want and get away with it. So he kind of does whatever he wants and kind of gets away with it. Yeah. So, but I mean, he, underneath it all, he's still a good guy. He's just young and kind of immature even though he's not that young in this he's not 30 i don't think is he the actor definitely was for sure robert downey (laughs) jr is but i think he might be 30 i thought he was around 30 might be right around 30 we'll we'll have to double check all that but you start seeing grays in the hairs at this point yeah like like just on the edges and i don't know if that was just something that they were trying to cover up for the actor because they were trying to not have gray showing. But there's a few moments where you see like hints of the gray starting to show in his hairline. But, right. you know, so he's probably, I, I always took it out that he was around 30. But I don't, I don't know if they, the MCU has an official age on Tony at this point. Yeah, no, I think, I think they have one, but I think we'd have to look it up. So, but yeah, he's not old. He's not like 22 yeah he, he's like not that. the the like, 21 year old prodigy who took over the company it's yeah. been, it's probably been it's probably a decade been almost 10 years if not 10 years. i think it says it tells us how long it's been but i uh, uh off the top of my head cannot remember. i i don't remember if but, they uh, mentioned it to yeah us so now. he's roughly 30 let's say okay and uh so where are we now we have he, he's he's in the desert and he's died for the second time. <laughs> or at least been severely wounded. Yeah, and so he uh, he gets up and starts walking through the desert. He does do the smart thing and try and wrap his head. Right. One thing with uh, traveling in a desert where it's really hot is water consumption. And like, you want to protect yourself from sweating all the water out. Yeah. Kind of thing. So they'll you'll see they wrap the headband kind of tight, like uh, and to cover up your face to prevent to protect it from the the sun and exactly. everything, so yes. you don't dry out that quickly. And it's and even though you're like, oh, this is a guy who who spends plenty of time outside, like he's got a really good tan going. Right. Like he lives in is, California. Yeah, he lives in Malibu. Yeah. But he he's walking out in a desert, and that's a different. That's a different. That is a than, way different kind than, of heat than going to the, the coast. Yeah, than going to the beach. <laughs> yeah, you know when when it's a hot day, you know that there's a difference there. So so he's sort of doing the smart thing and keeping his head and face kind of covered to to really protect from the worst of the heat. Okay, he's thirty eight, but when when is he thirty eight? And Iron Man one. Oh, he's thirty eight as of Iron Man one. That's okay, what he says yeah. So it's been 17 years since his first intro. I did not think he was that old. Yeah, but the, in the MCU, only like six years passes. That's fair. And then... I know the, it's like 15 years, five. but they're like, oh, yeah. it's been three, It's been six months. So at the end of at the end of Endgame, he's probably 44, around there, yeah, 45. Around, 
If you add, well, you add the five years, he could be fifty. He could be near fifty. He's he's pushing fifty at the time of his. And who cares, right? Captain America is like one hundred and eighty-seven, or who? Uh, who, I I think he's just eighty-seven or something like. Scholars maintain that information. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Well, he was in the forties. When did those movies come out? Like two thousand ten-ish. That's seventy years. 105 years old at the end of Endgame. So, and we just added, what, 12 years? So he's, what, like 88, 87, somewhere in that range? Something like that. Isn't that what we said? I feel like we said 87. I don't know, but the internet says he was 105 years old when he... Walked, when when he passed the torch? Yeah, when he passes it on. So, yeah, but that's all beside the point. We're here for Iron Man, Captain America. Um... Well, and that's, he's a hundred, oh uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into it, dude. We'll get but, into yeah. it. So, yeah, and it, I thought it was interesting that Rhodey's helicopter was the one that finds him. Oh, well, yeah. For and the sake I'll, of, because, because, because they wrote it that way. Next time you ride with me. <laughs> because they wrote it that way. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate the script writers, including Rhodey. There's probably no other people in the Air Force available that day. <laughs> Except we saw two choppers flying around, to, and there were, what, like, eight guys who walked off with Rhodey towards him? Yeah. Something like that? Oh, man. And, and I'm, I'm going to bring this up now, but I missed this Rhodey. It warmed my heart seeing him. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, here we go. Here we go, dude. <laughs> no, it's okay. I have no convictions either way about Rhodey. Uh, I don't like the first one. Not a big fan of the second one. I liked the first one more. And part of that... They make me laugh. That's about it. Yeah, part part of me really liking the original Rhodey is he's the original. And, and I get emotionally invested in the original person. So when like a show or a movie like changes actors and has a different like actor take over the role. And not like, oh, they changed how they look. No, it's... Well, we just had to recast them. Right. I'm not a fan. I understand they have to do that. I get it, yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just, you have to recast someone to do the movie. It doesn't mean I like it. Doesn't mean I like it. Yeah, the our, our new roadie, Don Cheadle. Nothing against Don Cheadle. I think he does a better performance in the uh, MCU. Right, okay. Still don't like him. <laughs> still, still don't like Cheadle's uh, roadie. I I was actively cheering when I thought he was gonna die. Yeah, we we argue about <laughs> about Rhodey's death in Civil War. Uh, anytime it comes up. <laughs> yeah, every time that scene happens, I'm like, just just let him be dead this time. Just let him. Yeah, I I I found. Um, um, why why am I drawing a blank on our current roadie, our Iron Man one roadie, um, the actor. That's. Uh... We just talked about this. Why? Why did I lose his name? No, and he's in everything. Um, his name is. What is his name? We have to edit this, this is, out. This is terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So changing characters. Changing characters because I can't think of the name is a real pain, and uh, yeah. I just honestly, it didn't affect me so much. I really just. Anytime they do it, when they tr- change Dumbledore, I wasn't a fan. 
When they changed Spartacus, I wasn't a fan. When they changed um, um, the guy in Game of Thrones. Not the, the guy in Game of Thrones. Not the Dario? Ma- Dario, yeah. yeah. Dario Naharis. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that one either. I, I didn't like that one. Um, I didn't actually... The Mountain, I was fine with. Why? Because he's barely around. Half the people won't even know it's a different Except guy. Except he changed like eight times. I think it was three. Least three, but <laughs> yeah. Still. But yeah. when, whenever there's like a significant character that that has a casting change, I I almost never like it. Yeah. I, th- I think the only one I, I got on board with was Edward Norton as the Hulk. And that I understand because... But I'm a giant Edward Norton fan. I like Edward <laughs> Norton, but like, I mean, and... And I'm not huge on what Ruffalo's Hulk has been, to be totally honest. I really liked it in his first two appearances, and then I felt it's just, I've liked him less and less after that. I don't know. I think, like, they tried too hard, and then they just changed it. Like, it would have been, it was fine. It was fine. I think maybe the Hulk needed a movie. Probably. Well, I mean, as much as you hear me rag on hoping that uh, uh, Cheadle's um, war machine died, his roadie, as much as you hear me that, I liked um, um, Professor Hulk. Is that is that what his comic name would be? Yeah. Oh, I the least favorite character by far, by far. I hated I hated Professor Hulk. You know, it would be great, and this this probably isn't the uh the earth that it happens on but there's a there's a version of hulk called the maestro and he's he's like basically what professor hulk would be if professor hulk is was powerful and evil (laughs) and like if they did that that could be great but uh no i think i think maybe the hulk's just done in the mcu man uh yeah terrence howard is the actor's name. Yes, it is. Terrence Howard. Terrence that, Howard. I apologize, Terrence Howard. Yeah. I, <laughs> Shout out to Terrence Howard. You were great in uh, that movie. Uh, what was that? Dang it. What was that movie? Oh, no. Not this again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, Hustle and Flow. Oh, yeah. That was a great movie. That, oh, he was. Love that movie. But, uh, dude, we need to get back to Iron Man. Uh, we rattled off. And uh, we are at the point now. We've only spent a half hour not talking about Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Tony Stark has come back from the Middle East, wherever he was. And he goes out to a press conference and he tells gets everybody. Burger King. Yeah. Bur- gets an American cheeseburger. Cheeseburger first. And then he goes to the press conference, and he says he's not going to make weapons anymore effective immediately. Yeah, he, he's shutting down the weapon division of his... Uh, Stark Industries. Stark Industries, which is primarily a weapons corporation. Yeah, which is what it was built on, what his dad built it on. It's their... Like, yeah, their primary thing is is doing weapons. So, uh, yeah, everybody's shocked. The, the room goes crazy. Obadiah Stane is... <sighs> His uh, advisor, um, his number two. Mm-hmm. He he's like, hey, uh, Tony's tired. We're gonna go and have yeah. a meeting and yada yada. Yeah, just... the, the important takeaway is Tony's back. <laughs> Tony's back. Yeah, <laughs> that's the takeaway. Tony's back. And uh, so 
And Pepper does not help when they talk about how much this hurt the company. They're like, oh, 40, we knew it was going to drop 40 points, Pepper. Uh, it dropped 57. Pepper, not now. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> so Tony, uh, what does he do after that? He just kind of... They they go to the reactor, the, the full-size arc reactor. Right, they're in there, and he's talking about how he wants to... To, to pursue that thing, the energy. Yeah. Because he built the small one. Yeah. Which they were apparently unable to do because how long did they say they had it? It was like 15 years or something. I think it was like, 15 years, yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense for how long they say Tony was there being yeah. 38. Yeah. Because when he said that, I just assumed that it wasn't Tony who did that. Right. Yeah, he's uh, he's the only one that's gotten anywhere on it. But yeah. Uh, So yeah, they go in there and they talk about that and Obadiah Stane kind of tells them it's a pipe dream and and then tells him to lay low. Yeah. He'll handle things, lay low, which is the start of him doing his sort of takeover thing. Right. And what Tony Stark doesn't do is lay low. Well, he does it first. <laughs> he does it first, but yeah. he, it doesn't last. But it's, it's what, months? I think it's three months that he's back before and then he, he goes out. he explodes and throws a party and, like... <laughs> No, it's not. It's the the other people throw the party. He just crashes. Right. The, he just he crashes, crashes. He crashes the party. But yeah, that that's made in his name. In his honor, yeah. But he didn't get an invite. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's out of commission for I I think they say three months between his press conference and when that party is. Okay, well that's not bad. I, I guess. think they're mentioning it when he's listening to it on the news about the party. They they mention how long he's been missing look man bruce wade bruce, bruce wayne, wayne regular regularly went makes missing. people think he's dead so <laughs> i just I, I i need you to understand that three months is not that long to me uh does he <laughs> but to tony stark a different kind of guy who's like super flashy and yeah. like three months is a long time for tony tony makes his new heart in that time frame yeah right yeah i like did you i don't know if you caught this but did you after uh, Pepper perform, performs open heart surgery on Tony Stark in his garage. Yeah. Oh so, my God. Yeah. So when you're saying, do I think I'm smarter than Pepper? Like, no, no. She yeah. performed open heart surgery. <laughs> Pepper, I need you. I need your help. Yeah, how like, big are your hands? Yeah. Never mind. Get down here. here. <laughs> now, how big are your hands? And she, he's like, come on, show. And he's just like doing it. <laughs> And she's like, it's like that game Operation. What? And she, how do you know? One, how do you not? How do you not know what Operation is? But two, like after she does that, and they have the thing, and he gets his new heart all put in and everything. Yeah. She has a moment where she's taking, where he's like, she's like, "What do you want me to do with it?" He's like, "Burn it, dude. Destroy it. It's got. It's useless. I don't care." Like she has that moment where she stops and she's looking at it, and she kind of like glance, like half glances back at it. Like she has a moment where you like. She cares. Mm. Like, you can see that oh, yeah. she seriously cares about him. Well, and, and she does that, and she walks out, and right after she starts walking away, after she has her little moment, it goes to him, and he kind of, like, looks back and watches her leave, and he kind of has his own moment about her, and it's like, they both care. The Pepper and Tony relationship is very important, and yeah. they nailed it. But, uh, so, yeah, we get that. But it, then... I just, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that before, that they have that moment right after but they each have their own separate moment where they think about the other kind yeah, of thing i probably caught it caught it after a couple watches but 
But that's that's a thing that sticks out to me. Just yeah, it didn't stick out to me at this moment. Right. It, the later moments do, but this one I didn't really catch that they both separately had sort of a a moment. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So I I found that amusing this time around. I was like, oh hey, that's new. And then where do we go from New Heart, Tony? Uh, he, I believe he's starting to work on the Iron Man suit mm-hmm. because it isn't immediately after the party when um, he gets he gets upset and then he flies off with it, right? Yep. Okay. So he's working on the suit, and I loved watching this. Oh, um, yeah, like playing with the thrusters and like... I love seeing him not get something perfect the first try. But he tries and tries and tries. But, and but you see why... his process, and yeah. you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do 10% thrust, and you're like, okay, and, and then next time he's like, all right, we're going to do 1% yeah, thrust. he's super persistent, and he he's just very intelligent, and his ability to learn as and, he goes... Yeah. Yeah, he, he's very good at learning, and just, he does, uh, like, practical applications. Oh, okay, this is what it's actually doing. Because yep. he doesn't know how much thrust he's going to actually need to lift him in the suit. Exactly. He doesn't have an exact weight on all this stuff right yep. now when he's still tinkering with everything. So, yeah, he throws out a guesstimate. It's way off. Way and, off, yeah. And he smashes into the wall, and it was great. But I love seeing, we don't see this later with tony after this no he masters things like like after like after this movie everything is just first try whereas this one it's not first try and you get to see like okay he's really smart yeah but he's not in fact it it felt more real to me the where the, the entirety of the mcu so far this whole like like let's say hulk to endgame Okay. It feels like it feels like Tony Stark's growth arc to me. Like uh, a lot of it, yeah. In in a way, you know what I mean. Obviously, that is not. It's not just his. It's not growth the only or... takeaway, but but when you look at it as a whole, and you look at him as a character, and really, is, him and Captain America have these two giant just yeah growth arcs between the two of them for completely different reasons. Yeah, hugely different reasons, and yeah, but uh, I I love I love. I love the Tony Stark story. They, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to say that I really appreciated seeing him not get something perfect every time. Right. Seeing him have a couple failures and work through them and yeah. how he works through it. Cause we, we like never see him have a failure after this. No. After this movie. Well, like, well, building and tech wise. There's, stuff. yeah, there's, there's, morality things and he he makes mistakes with people and Mm -hmm. situations but he doesn't really make mistakes with tinkering but that yeah that's a different kind of growth which you see again though like he when he starts having to think about the (laughs) the greater good i guess and and the to best sum up uh this part of tony the tinkering tony is like all i wanted is a pepsi just a pepsi and she wouldn't give it to me just a uh (sighs) Shout out to suicidal tendencies, uh, institutionalized. It. Yep. Yeah, that's the name of the song. It's uh, institutionalized <laughs> by suicidal tendencies. Such a good one. Uh, they're so great. They're they're a unique sound. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. but they're great. Yeah, you're just going off. All I wanted was a Pepsi. Oh, dude, every time it gets me. Every time. Do we see Phil? We have seen Phil, right? We see he, we see he, Phil. He, yeah. 
he first appears to right after Tony gets back because he wants that interview. His name Our is Agent. D- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we see Phil and. Um, yeah, my notes just have all caps. Agent Phil! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now we are at the point where he has the Iron Man suit. But he hasn't really done much. He did his initial test flight with it mm-hmm. where the the suit froze. He had the freezing issue yeah. and he's working out. Which again, like you said, he you see him fix that. Yeah, you, you see him like, go about the process of how he's going. And when we make a plot point out of it mm-hmm. later. But yeah, and then we go to that the gala or whatever it is. Yeah, and and Tony crashes his own party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he crashes his party. He's shooting, he's shooting watermelons. Right? <laughs> is that it? No, that that's is the, that Iron Man two. That's the second one. Yeah, no, no I'm jumping one, movies now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is where he goes and has that first dance. There's with so Pepper. many Tony Starks. <laughs> <laughs> there are too many Tony. Too Star- many parties for Tony Stark. <laughs> Wait till you see uh, the next. Mem- Iron Man 4, the multiverse Tonys. Yeah. I can remember Tony's all of Batman's parties. I mean, Tonys of the multiverse. But, uh, yeah, so now... No, this is where he has that little brief conversation with um, Obadiah outside. Mm-hmm. Where he kind of gives him... Not fully the... Um, he He's not fully showing his hand as the bad guy. Right. But but he's... there's There's definitely hints of it there. Right. In that conversation. Uh, you know, so... Well, and we've all kind of... There's a bit of tension between the two still at this point. We've all kind of seen it going that way. like. Yeah, and it's right after this that I think we actually get... Um, the Well, it's a little bit later when we get the full reveal of him being the bad guy. Yeah. But, but you know, there's definitely hints of it. And then he's going to... And it's at the end of this party that he's going to kind of he basically admits to part of it mm-hmm. like the selling weapons part not the kidnapping tony and yeah but, but he admits to trying to push tony out of the company he admits to selling stuff on the side kind of thing so it's at the end of this party where and i love that him and pepper have a moment and then he gets blindsided by this giant morality conundrum yeah and so he's completely thrown off his, and forgets all about pepper and it's like man you know that, that, and that's like the story of their relationship. It is every time they have like a moment, something major comes, and you can't even like fault Tony for like missing the beat on this. When it's it like, becomes a thing for Tony to be like, "All right, this is the last one." Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> like every time something um, happens, like he's like, "Last time." <laughs> well, I'm I'm prepared in case something does happen, but I'm not gonna go looking for it. Oh, look, it found me. Why does it always find me? Yeah, but yeah. The, you get the, yeah, this just starts off the hint of this is how their relationship is going to be. Exactly. They have a moment and then it gets ruined because something blindsides Tony and he abandons Pepper. Yeah. Whether physically or emotionally, he sort of leaves her behind at, for something. Well, and like at first you're like, oh, he's, he feels this like need to be the hero, but you're also, he's also like. He's like, I need to test out this suit. I need to see if this thing works. Like, he's not yeah. just thinking about saving people yet. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. there yet. Well, yeah, and this whole thing, his prompting to go save people, it's it's not necessarily from a good place. Yeah. Like, he's mad, and he wants to beat the crap out of it. Like, he, he wants to blow off steam. Yeah. But he knows where there's a lot of 
like seriously bad people yeah. that he could blow off steam to and help other people and help he can help people and he can hurt some bad people and he could blow off steam. While he's do starting to do good things, like his initial motives are not good. Yeah. At this point. You know, he he grows into that love. Helping people is a good thing and I should want to help people because it's the right thing to do, as opposed to I'm pissed off and I just want to fight. Well, that's the thing about Tony is like he, if it's personal, he just straight channels the dark side immediately. <laughs> like he takes things from the deepest, darkest part of him at that point. And I mean that you see it, you see it at the end and when he's fighting and we won't get into all that, but you see it at the end of the journey. Yeah. All right. So we, we're clearly talking here about, um, when Iron Man, he's going to go fly off to the area because um, he gets shown the picture of his weapons being sold uh, and everything. And so he knows he's told where that is. So he goes and flies off to that area and he's going to go kill some bad people, mm-hmm. save some good people and get get some vengeance. Yeah. So he, he's back in the somewhere in the Middle East area near where he was held captive yeah and it's the same people who held him when he's kind of found out that he was betrayed yeah so he's just real 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 mad yeah he's in a bit of a dark place right now but then he uh but but he gets it out he works it out by causing some explosions and stuff he blows some stuff up attacks some terrorizers And, and this would be my third tony death was in this thing was after he uh wastes the village and he starts to leave and he just gets shot completely out of the sky by the tank yes and and not like i understand that the suit can withstand the shot but tony's body would not survive the sudden change in velocity of going from one direction to suddenly go the other like that's that's gonna mess up him internally information (sighs) that disputes that for the mcu and the comic books yes yes but it it is technology essentially that that keeps tony from dying sure there's some what anti-repulsion something or yeah it has uh, uh some sort of deceleration and Things like that. Uh, all I'm going to do is... There's an inertia absorbance or something like that. It absorbs the inertia from... You know what I mean? I do. And I'm going to bring in the Sheldon argument of when uh, he flies down to catch Lois Lane in his arms. And he's like... And Sheldon makes the point, like, if he actually did that, she her body would be cut into three equal pieces. <laughs> and I know Leonard's like, oh... But unless he deaccelerated with her to land safely. In what space, sir? In what space? That's my argument for the suit. In what space do you go from, like, way over here to way back this way? Like, yeah. your brain is banging against your skull, and that's going to cause serious damage. That's fine. That's fine. But still. Like, he has a major concussion. Probably... His brain's probably hemorrhaging blood, and he will die of a stroke or Guess something. Guess what he has that we don't have in real life? An Iron Man suit. I, I was going to say... <laughs> I, I was going to say people writing his life down in a way that keeps him alive. Like, his script writers obviously want him alive. Don't ruin comic books and, <laughs> and movies for people, CJ. That's I'm not sorry. what we're here for. 
I, I, I'm sorry for it, but like, just these are just moments watching through. I'm like, yeah, he dead. Yep. That suit, that suit isn't absorbing a hit. Like it's changing velocity on his body, and that will kill him. We don't have room for your logic here. I'm sorry. Let's, <laughs> let's go back to having fun. It's just a fun comic book hero movie. Let's not think about it. We won't apply like physics and logic to, to our, our fun movie about a guy who specializes in physics and logic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he, he gets shot out by the tank. He, he fights it off fairly easily. Yeah. And then he leaves and, oh, look. Now he's got the U.S. government flying after him. Yes. And he gets a call from Rhodey. And why he doesn't just tell Rhodey initially, I don't know. But, you know, the whole line, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm driving with the top down. Oh, I went for a jog. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's so funny. And then like, oh, here's my exit. And he hangs up as he tries to, like, fly away from him and fails. Yeah. They're... Uh, they're... Their dynamic is pretty good for for two guys who didn't enjoy each other on set. (laughs) (laughs) They actually felt like friends, which is my biggest problem with uh, Don Cheadle's roadie, is they never feel like they're actual friends. Cheadle just feels like he's mad at Tony all the time. Probably for good reason. I mean, it is, but... At least this in this first Iron Man, we see them have fun together. Even in this instance, when he gets mad at him, and he watches what happens, he's like, he he gets excited about what his friend can do about this technology, the suit flying around and doing these crazy things. Dude, Rhodey has Tony's back all the way. He does. Through the other movies, he has his back every time Tony makes a decision. Rhodey's like, yeah, yes, I'm yes. doing that. Like, yeah, he's a good lackey, not a good friend. That is good friend. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see He that. has his own com- convictions. Uh, you he know, just... we're, we're going through the Marvel movies again. This, this is episode one of our Marvel movie. We've jumped dive. all over the place so far. Yeah, we're, we're everywhere. So we'll go through it, and I will keep an eye out to see if Don Cheadle's um, roadie actually has moments where him and Tony are having fun together. What about the Tony Stank joke? Wow. That was a great moment. Wow. We'll get there in about 14 movies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, so at this point, Tony is angry man. Well, I, he, I, I don't know. He seems like he, he blew off the steam. He seems better. Like, you know... We're, Define better. You're really upset, and you go for a workout, and how you feel immediately after that workout. Okay. You, you, you've sort of burnt off a lot of the anger energy. So, like, it might still bother you, but you're not currently worked up about it. Right. So I think that's where he's at. He's not worked up about the situation. It's still something that bothers him, but he blew off some steam. He feels a bit better about life right now. He He's able to take a step back from things and think a little bit more rationally about it. He has time, more time to process stuff. Yes. And so we see he, he has, fun, you know, him and Rhodey are kind of like laughing, talking about him flying the suit and everything, you know, and, and that's the type of thing I love seeing with this Rhodey is like, even when he's mad and like they have, they still have moments to be friends and laugh about the dumb situation they're in. That's fair. All in all, I think Rhodey, Rhodey, you know, he's critical of kind of everybody. All he, the is. Time. Like, he is. He is. So I'm, I'm not, I don't want to fault him for being critical, because we see it in the very first movie. He's right. very critical. 
but it, it's the rest of him that I don't. I either we either don't see or I personally don't remember seeing it because I wasn't a fan of a recast. Right. So there's Which, a real chance that I'm just biased, and yeah, I will I look do for that, that all the time. Yeah. I do it all the time, and right. I will look for that as we continue. If if it's just me being biased, or if I'm right, and he should have died in Civil War. Where well. <laughs> where where are we in in Iron Man one right now, Siege? Um, well, we he's returning. Uh, where that's a good question. All right. Well, we he went and took out all the terrorists. Yep, and he's back now. Um, okay, yeah, he's back, and this is where uh, him and Pepper have their moment where she quits. Where he, he tells her what's actually going on. Like, what he found out. Right. And what he's going to do about it. And she's like, you're going to get yourself killed. I'm not going to help you get yourself killed. And she tries to quit. And he talks her around. Right. And then she has that nice line of, you're all I got too, you know. Yeah. You know, it's like... You know, me walking out on you isn't just you losing me. It also means I'm losing you. Like, And it's something that Tony hadn't considered. Yeah, like her her being his assistant is a huge full-time job for her. Yeah. You know, we, we see her, you know, sort of play it nice that she has friends and she has, um, you know, she goes to that party where she doesn't think he's going to be. And she's just having a good time with people, you know, but it's also wearing a dress that, you know, he, quote, bought her, even though, like, she yeah. just used his card to buy it. Exactly. Like, yeah. oh, this is what you bought Get yourself me. something nice. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, like I said earlier, Pepper and Tony's relationship is is a big part of kind mm-hmm. of the whole story for yeah. Tony. Yeah, it's this is where he really realizes that because she has because of what being his assistant entails she really only has him in her life as a significant person yeah and and he's like well she's taking care of me like what yeah you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. yeah he doesn't even consider that what she would need out of life because he's really self-absorbed and but more focused on himself throughout this because that's just kind of who he is at this point he has so much you know what I mean? He, he does have a lot. Like, yeah, he's got a lot going he's like, on. But what would I be if she wasn't here? Yeah. Like. So so she's going to do the infiltration mode. Yep. And, and she goes and pulls off some interesting footage and uh, she, super encrypted files on and Obadiah's this is, computer. And this is where she really sees that Obadiah is um, not who she thought he was. Yeah. Because this is where she realized, oh, he hired people to murder Tony. Yeah. The guy I might have feelings for. She didn't just abandon him. Or he didn't just abandon him there. He straight up tried to have him. This wasn't, oh, he tried to take over the company or something like what you This wasn't, he's selling um, weapons on the side to make an extra buck. This is, he actively hired assassins to kill Tony Stark. This is supposed to be like... He's supposed to be like a, a, a surrogate father to Tony. He took care of the company until Tony came of age. Or until, you know, he until came he came back. back. Yeah, it was like, he he was like an uncle to Tony his whole life. Yeah. And now, and they're 
business partners there. His They're dad close. Him. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. He's basically Tony's surrogate father right now. Ever since he lost his actual father, mm-hmm. that's how she thinks of him in regards to him and Tony's relation. And then she's find out no, he's he's actually trying to kill him. Yeah, like kill, like <laughs> just because of being greedy. It, not not because oh they had a big fight no he's just greedy yeah like that's you know that's a, a dark moment for her that's a, a real eye-opening moment for her and then as soon as she finds that out he walks in the room and she's terrified and she knows yeah she, she knows that he knows yeah and so she's just like terrified of you know and he's playing the the civil thing so she's like oh play the civil card play the civil card get out get out, get out before he realizes what happens. Exactly. And she does. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, uh, agent is waiting. Agent Agent (laughs) Phil is in the lobby. Yeah. Agent Colston waiting in the lobby. And she's like, and then she's like, no, no, come with me. Dear God, come with me. I do not want to be alone. Like, yeah, I need, I need someone around me to make sure that I don't die right now. Yeah. She, she understands the gravity of the, situation. of the situation now, and uh, yeah, get get more people. Let's get let's get security people around us. And that, the more people that know about what's going on, the better. At yeah. this point, yeah, and not being alone right now is really important for her. Yeah, because yeah, you know, she barely survived. Like in her mind, she barely survived an encounter being alone with them. And she knows that soon that she won't be able to do that again. Yes. Yeah, and so now, so now we jump from Obadiah being there to Tony digging through some couch cushions. That's right. <laughs> He's looking for Obadiah <laughs> in the couch cushion. Yeah, we're looking, but uh, we're looking. And it's like, how does Obadiah sneak up on him? Because I'm looking around. There's no hint of. Him being there, him being there. And we're like, Tony, look. Tony, we're like, Tony, he's not in the couch cushions. Don't look in the couch cushions for him. But he's looking for the phone because the phone's ringing. And so he goes to answer. And he went from not even on anywhere able to be seen yep. to Tony picking up the phone. And Obadiah is there and prevents him from saying hello. He's there to get the, the paralysis device. Oh, that we didn't really talk about. We didn't about. really touch on it. Uh, Iron Ironmonger has the, what is it? It's like, I can't even explain it. It's he puts that thing in his it's, neck, but then it emits like a sound, like it. Yeah, it, it's some paralytic. That, yeah, it makes his blood do something, and he just like. You see the people; they start bleeding out of their ears when they do it. Yeah, and he says that it'll um, basically paralyze you for about fifteen minutes. Yeah. And it's sound-based, and we see that he's got the earpieces to protect himself while he's doing it. Yeah, his veins are popping out. Yeah. Like, we saw him do that to the terrorist he hired to um, capture and kill Tony. And after he does that, like, he just wipes them out. It's kind of like a tying-up loose ends moment. And it's, like, a, a really clear, like, no, this is the bad guy. But it happens while other stuff we were talking about is going on with Tony and uh, Pepper. Like, he's kind of doing his thing, too. Mm-hmm. He, he has his off-screen thing. So so there's that. So now um, Tony's incapacitated, and he takes Tony's heart. Yes. he's. And he, there's a device, I don't know what it's called, but he just extracts it. Tony the mini-arc reactor? Yeah. And whatever happens... 
But yeah, it, it's Whenever an arc reacting. Whenever something like that happens, Tony goes into cardiac arrest. <sighs> yeah, and uh, I was not a fan of the makeup in, in this scene. Not, uh, I was <laughs> me and Dude were arguing about it earlier, but but uh, uh, Tony's makeup, it's <laughs> it's it wasn't that good. For, for making him, like, look really pale and everything. Right. It was very clear that there was makeup on him. And, like, um, you could clearly see around his eyes, it's it's fine. Like, um, around his nostrils, it's fine. Around his mouth, it's fine. Um, the line where his shirt meets, uh, like, his collar on his shirt. Like, you could see the where they stopped applying the makeup on his neck and it's... It's just something they definitely clean up and pay more attention, like right. the attention to detail that you see in later movies. Well, they just didn't have it in this. This movie came out in 2008. You right? came out in 2008. So we're, we've come a long way. Yes, yes. This, gosh, it's, it's like almost, was it 13 years? It's 13 years then. That's a long time. Yeah, dude. A long time. But... But the, you know, the makeup for it, it, it just, it was just really noticeable to me how, how off it was for this one scene. Yes. And no. I know they've shown it, like, had this moment in other scenes, but in this one, it just really looked like you could really tell. Right. And that's always the problem with, like, um, the lighting and, and makeup and, <laughs> and sound like... When do people notice it? When it's bad. Right. If right. you don't notice it, that's a good thing. So the the fact that the the makeup on Tony is was really noticeable, really detracted from it. But I mean, it's a small thing in the grand scheme of things. It doesn't actually matter. CJ and myself, we both uh, we catch stuff sometimes <laughs> on a movie, on a show, and we're like, "Did you see that?" And it's just kind of things, and I'm sure you've all got your things that you catch, and you're like, I can't believe this right now. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, the makeup for, for Marvel, which is generally pretty decent, just was not on point in episode one right. uh, of Marvel MCU. Like, and that's fine. Like, it's fine that there's this. This is a fine problem to have, but you know, the, some of the little things weren't. You know, come fully up to snuff. Right. Whatever. Yeah, but, this was the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, this is where they're still... Um, may, they're not even sure that we're going to have an MCU. Like, the plan is, well, if everything goes right, we have the MCU. But we're still, you know, kind of, like, working and hoping that this movie works out and everything. Yeah, and, uh, and, and Iron Man was in production for a long time before mm -hmm. they actually got it out. So it was, uh, it was kind of something that you know they're like, let's do this standalone-ish. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, look at all the other stuff, other properties that Marvel mm -hmm. has come out with that that weren't anything to do with this. Yeah. Uh, we have Blade, and uh, you know, Fantastic Four movies and the Punisher movies yeah. and everything else. Yeah. So you know, it's yeah, they're still in their infancy on being a. A legitimate like uh, contestant for like the overall big name movies, you know that 
they were never one of the big dogs in movies until after Iron Man and the MCU really started picking up. But but this leaves us into Tony going. Do, I don't know. Did we fully touch on um, uh, Pepper's uh, heart thing where she makes him? The, I I think we just talked about her oh, removing yeah, it, no, not her saving it. We didn't talk about the gift, which mm-hmm. is important. Yeah. So uh, after like how we talked about. Pepper takes the old heart out and they do the new one. They, she does her open heart surgery. Yeah. When Tony's telling her to get rid of the old one, she saves it as like a plaque sort of thing. She kind of makes a plaque kind of thing out of it, like it where she uh, t- labels it proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Yeah. And now that's the heart he needs to live. So he's got to crawl to his basement or workshop or whatever. And you know, find that heart, and he ha- he has the nice moment with his robot grabbing it for him because he can't get to it. The robot that he almost sold for junk twenty times throughout the movie. Yes, he's gonna donate it to a community college and all kinds of stuff anytime it doesn't do exactly what he wants. That's so funny. Yeah, I love that part. And then it it just sort of like hands it to him, and so he he does that, and he he's able to get a heart. That's and Rhodey right. shows up to help him out. Yep, he does. But and uh, that I like that Rhodey has, and this is in a minute, but he has this little moment where he has a chance to jump in the oh the yeah. suit, and but, then he doesn't. Yeah. Next time. Uh, and he doesn't get a next time. <laughs> no, nope, he does not. We talked about that. There's no next time for him. Nope. Or at least this actor of Rhodey. There was no next time for Terrence, Terrence Howard. Yeah, Terrence did not get a chance to be a war machine. Well, that's all right. He he got to be a roadie. <laughs> he got to be a roadie. And uh, and that just leaves us into our final confrontation. Our battle between Iron Man and the Iron Monger. Which Obadiah starts off Stane. as uh, Pepper and Shield versus Obadiah. Yes. Which is kind of a... And interesting, and that and that goes about as well as you would expect when Obadiah gets his own sort of Iron Man suit. So uh, yeah, so so how do you how do you feel about the, the the battle? Um, I think it goes according to to Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> plan. You know what I mean? I I think Tony was a little overpowered, maybe, but he still found a way to win, and he had more experience in the suit, and he had. He designed all the stuff. He understands the technology. Right. And, uh... It's funny you say he's overpowered, because I have my fourth Tony death. <laughs> yes, My exactly. Tony death happened in this fight. Hence. <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember the exact moment that I, I was like, yep, dead. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was the missile that exploded the bus when he was, like, in the bus and it shot him into the air. I don't know if it was, um... Where he got like took a hit and got knocked into something or something like that, just stuff where it's like I know the suit's trying to absorb some of this, but right. at some point that's just too much stop and go at high velocity for the human body to withstand. It's just, it's a superhero movie. It, it's a superhero movie. <laughs> it's a superhero movie. Yeah, I the didn't. The Flash runs like through time. And falls sometimes whoa, whoa, whoa. while that, he's running. That's a DC thing that's completely different. I'm just explaining things that aren't real to you. <laughs> yeah. 
I need you to explain this to me like I'm five. <laughs> like I'm five. Yeah. No. But uh, then another part where Iron Man then flies Obadiah into space. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, how did you get the freezing problem fixed? Freezing problem? And then Obadiah freezes and falls to Earth. And I would have said Obadiah died if we actually saw his landing. How do you fall from that far and live? He, the same way Tony did, he was able to get his stuff restarted and, you know, do the propulsion to not die. That's not the same thing. We're talking about, uh, when you're saying Tony dies, you're saying that it's the jarring motions and things like that, but it's the suit itself that prevents that. It's not the thrusters that we're talking about. No, I, I'm, I understand that. I'm just saying that if you're the... When the human body is moving at a very high speed, right, a sudden stop right. does a lot of damage, especially internally. Fair. But that's the and, inertia. That's right. the inertia. But uh, just being wrapped in a metal suit will do that's absolutely nothing There's to protect you. There's technology in the suit. Sure. But we don't see the problem. It. The problem? Yeah, yeah. You, you read it. What, what was your what was your reference? Screen Rant? But I read it. Yeah, your, your reference was Screen Rant. And it applied to the... It, the information <laughs> applied to the books and the movies. That is... Yes, I, I understand. They provide an explanation. Vibranium's My, not real. Uh, Either is adamantium. <laughs> adamantium is 100% real, and Wolverine is exists, I believe. I In believe. Canada, maybe. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine, as long as he's somewhere. Either way, I know what you're saying, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just saying the explanation they give, while it sounds nice in practice, the guy still works for a comic book. Because it's using something that doesn't exist, (laughs) much like the comic book character. I thought you were going to say, much like a comic book. (laughs) To explain why he doesn't die, and it's an explanation. Sure, they provide an explanation. You can't tell them... That they're wrong about something they created. They didn't tell me in this movie. They say it, though. Not in this movie. They say it everywhere. It's all over. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, Obadiah falls to Earth. And probably dies. But it's off screen. But we don't know. But it's off screen, so we don't... Any death that happens off screen, you can never trust. (laughs) He can come back whenever. (laughs) And he does. 15 seconds later. (laughs) Yeah. And... And and in true Marvel movie fashion, there's a giant beam explosion to end the, to end <laughs> yes. it as the cinematic. In true ending. Marvel fashion, it and works. something blows up. It works. There's a giant laser beam, and something blows up. Yep, and uh, that kind of brings us to the endish of the movie and the beginning of a cinematic universe. To to read the cards, Tony. Yeah, which I like how he. He starts off that speech yeah. being like, I'm just going to read the cards this time. Yeah. And then abandons the cards. Like, yeah, just, as soon as someone says, as soon as that uh, reporter chick says something, he's like, abandons the cards. And I starts, am Iron Man. <laughs> I am Iron Man. An iconic line, really. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got, I am Iron Man. And then uh, he goes, he goes home and, and Nick Fury. And there's and some black guy in his Nick house. Nick Fury in true Nick Fury style is sitting in a shadow yeah, somewhere. Yeah, sitting in the dark in somebody's house waiting for them to show waiting up. Waiting so he can tell them the plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of his whole thing. But uh, yeah, Nick Fury tells Tony about the uh, 
Avengers, Avengers Initiative. Initiative. And we have a cinematic universe it, birthed yeah. into the world. I will note that that is the very, very, very end of the credits to get to that ending credits. It is. Scene. That is the yeah. final scene. Watch. You have to well, watch. I mean, not just the final scene, but it's not like, yeah. oh, halfway through the credits, here's your scene. No, they're like, no, go all the way through the credits. Yeah. And then once you think it's over and you're going to get a black screen because it's done. Oh, no. Here, here's a dark room. If you're watching a Marvel movie, just watch the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait until it pops back up onto, like, the main screen. And, and like, do you want to watch this now? Or... All right, like, would you like to play movie or special features or whatever you're yeah. doing? Like, yeah, just wait till that. You're point. almost always gonna get a teaser or two teasers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The fact that they start doing two yeah. after a while, and you're like, oh, come on, yeah. come on, man. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. But and then, uh, and for our ending credits, we actually get Iron Man. Yes. Yeah, that was amazing. We, we, we get some Ozzy. Iron Man is one of my favorites. Uh, one of these on our... Maybe in the next episode, we should have ready what our MCU movies ranked. Ran- oh, wow. Ranking's going to be hard. Yeah, we'll try to rank our personal, our personal favorites uh, maybe in the next one. But um, Iron Man, Iron Man is pretty high on my list. I- uh, and I... This was a great introduction to the MCU. Yeah. To, like, a great way to kick it off and start off. It's a lot of fun. You get a very charismatic character yeah. who, who's a lot of fun to watch, and you, you get to enjoy him. You get to appreciate his sarcasm, his snarkiness. He's intelligent. You know, yeah, he, he's... he's smart. He's funny. He's rich. What's not to love? Yeah. And in, <laughs> he's, in... he's kind of a selfish ass, but it's funny, so we love it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh... Yeah, Tony, I think, is a great start for for something that's been super successful. Yeah. Um, I I there's always going to be opposing thoughts on the Hulk and the way yeah. the Hulk was handled and whether the 2003 Hulk movie is it actually exists or not. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's, but we uh, we'll, we'll dive into Hulk stuff at a, at another time. Yeah, we might just do an episode for the Hulk, and we'll just rant and rave about the Hulk. <laughs> that, that'll include all Hulk related movies, all Hulk related things, and we'll just go off. But, but uh, is there anything we you anything we want to talk about before we kick this off? And I put some Black Sabbath on here. So people can appreciate Iron Man. Absolutely, I mean. Oh, so okay, hit me. What do we're, you got? We're gonna we're gonna jump into the uh, the MCU. Okay. I guess you guys have figured out. So we're starting with we, Iron Man. And the MCU stands for Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. If in case anyone was actually wondering, yeah. if the, it was like, huh, I wonder what that is. But yeah. I'm too lazy to like pull out my phone and search <laughs> to find out. Like, so we're just we're gonna break down. There there will probably be things in between episodes. We're not just gonna do yeah. the next twenty three episodes of just Marvel. But uh, that would be we we would probably get burnt down on Marvel movies doing that. Yeah, we'd have to change the name of the podcast. <laughs> we just so we're gonna we're gonna we might break down Iron Man two next. Uh, yeah, we'll either do Iron Man two or we'll throw in our Hulk episode. We're, we're yeah. unsure where that'll yeah. actually happen. We will. One of those two will probably be next, and then we'll probably break off into something else. Okay, and then. Uh, return to the mcu Uh, all right but uh thank you guys for joining us and we 
We'll be back soon. <laughs> Dube out. Dube out. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for stopping by, guys. He's Dube, and I'm CJ. And we appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to oh, us. Oh, hey. Oh, oh, hey. And uh, I'm trying to say goodbye here. You we, can't just throw haze in there. <laughs> we, do have, we do have social media now. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, so You could find us on uh, Twitter at, what is it? It's at nerds am. underscore am, A-M. Nerds underscore am. Yeah. That's the best we could do? Uh, that's just kind of what happened. <laughs> it's, it's, it wasn't a creative choice by the by the maker. but uh, And then uh, you can... We have Nerds I Am Your Podcast uh, group on Facebook and yep. a page also. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the account that interacts with those pages is Dupe Siege. Okay. And so that, that's how you could find us. If you want to tell us how much you love thing how much you hate our tell stupid us what thoughts. we screwed up yeah tell us how much our voices suck <laughs> tell us how tony survived each of those four deaths that i pointed out explain how how comic book Remember, physics work to cj explain it to me like i'm five <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys all right we appreciate it. you guys have a good one peace out